Hi, everyone. This is Jill Flaxington, and welcome to the Road to Health podcast. Today, I come bearing good news. The big thing that brings us together for this episode is the awesome news that Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island has received a score of 100% on the Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index. It measures corporate policies and practices related to LGBTQ workplace equality. And we'll get more into what that is and what it all means, but just know that 100 is the highest score you can get, and we are the only company in Rhode Island to score 100 for the past seven years consecutively. We're pretty excited. So looking beyond our humble brag of the day, we want to talk about all the dimensions of diversity and inclusion. And who better to do that than our new diversity, equity, and inclusion manager, Jenny Bautista. Welcome to the podcast, Jenny. Hi, Jill. Thank you so much. So we have lots to discuss, but first, I'd love, Jenny, for you to just introduce yourself, share a little about your background, and what brings you to Blue Cross, if you don't mind. Of course. So professionally, my background is mainly in nonprofit and community engagement, recruitment, and DEI. I graduated from UMass Boston with a degree in business administration and focus in marketing. Um, after college, I worked a couple of years as a community ambassador for United Way. Um, so built some really great skills in fundraising and community and corporate partnerships. Um, after that, and most recently, I was at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Mass for six years. Uh, focused primarily on building community partnerships across our territory, uh, bringing our mentoring programs to the youth that really needed it the most. Um, at Big Brother Big Sisters is where I really discovered my passion for DEI efforts um, and got a lot of hands-on experience uh, leading the organization in their own personal journey. Thank you for sharing that. I know I personally am very excited you're here with us, Jenny. Um, so what brings us here for this episode is our recent score in the Corporate Equality Index, which is administered by the Human Rights Campaign. Could you explain for everyone what the CEI is and how we were graded? Yeah, so the CEI is a national benchmarking survey, um, and it reports on corporate policies, practices, and benefits related to the LGBTQ workplace equality. Uh, some of the criteria that we were graded on including included uh, workforce protections, inclusive benefits, internal training and education, and engagement with employee resource groups. So we received a score of 100, but I know we flinch a little when we say we received a perfect score because there's always room for improvement. We've never, you know, achieved the pinnacle. So can you share a little about some of the programs or initiatives that helped us to score the 100, but also maybe where you see opportunities for growth down the line for us? Yeah, definitely. So um, one of the big things that um, allowed us to get that perfect score was our active employee business resource group called Blue Pride uh, and also our diversity council. Uh, they're really the the main advocates and drivers of DE&I, um, especially within the LGBTQ community at the organization, and they help facilitate informative and engaging discussions and support programs both internally for associates and also externally for our members. Um, another one to also point out that it's geared a little bit more to our members is our LGBTQ Safe Zone Certification Program. Um, it's one of our flagship efforts in that space. Uh, it certifies healthcare practices that provide safe, affirming, and inclusive care to the LGBTQ community. 
Uh, we currently have more than 40 sites enrolled to date, and now members of the LGBTQ community are now offered additional options across dental, primary care, and behavioral health care for the attention and treatment that they really need that is tailored uh, to them. I will throw in a quick plug that if anyone wants to learn more about our safe zones, you can visit bcbsri.com slash safe zones, one of my favorite websites on our site. Um, Jenny, any opportunities for op- for growth or places you'd like to see us go uh, when it comes to our, our policies and initiatives around LGBTQ equality? Yeah, I think the really great thing about being a part of the CEI um, is being able to um, learn from other um, organizations that are also, you know, scoring some really high scores on there. Um, And at their launch event last month, they talked a lot about intersectionality. And I believe that that'll really be a really great place and um, place for us to explore as we're trying to advance our work. Um, And with intersectionality, it really takes into account people's overlapping identities and experiences in order to better understand sort of the complexities of the prejudices that they may face. Um, so I'd love to see some collaboration with um, our Blue Pride EBRG, along with our others that are focused on uh, the Black and Latinx community. Um, so for example, just better understanding you know, what is the experience of a Black Latina who is a lesbian? Um, and I think Getting to that understanding as an organization and, you know, how we can better support the members. I think that's sort of the next uh, the chapter, next chapter for us to to kind of explore. That's great. And I want to pick up on something that you said. You mentioned Blue Pride and you mentioned EBRGs. And so we know the CEI centers around LGBTQ topics, but that there are many, many dimensions of diversity. So I want to talk about our employee business resource groups or EBRGs. We have more than just Blue Pride. We have several. So would you be able to provide an explanation of what EBRGs are and and which ones we currently have at Blue Cross? Yeah, so EBRGs are employee business resource groups. Um, They're employee-led groups and also voluntary, uh, but they help foster DE&I in the workplace. Um, Their goals are aligned with the company's mission, values, business goals, and objectives. Um, And they're normally focused around a particularly like a shared background interest or issue. Um, so we currently have seven. Um, so, so I'll list some of those. We have Black Council at Blue. We have Latino Link. We have the Disability Inclusion Network, Military Services, Parents at Work, Blue Pride, and Rising Talent at Blue. That's great. Are there any, I don't want to put you on the spot, are there any you're thinking of adding down the line? Any others you'd like to see us offer? Yeah, so it's not, um, it's not just something that like I would, you know, bring up like a potential new group. This is really something that is employee led. So if there's a lot of interest in any particular area, we're really willing to explore that. So far in some of the discussions that I've had, um, we've been thinking about potentially adding a women's focused group. Um, and then another one is professionals later in their careers. Um, so those are two right now that we're um, kind of thinking through as, as potential add-ons. And those are both really cool. Are there any projects? I, I mean, I know 
I've heard of some of them, but I'd love for you to share. Um, are there projects or initiatives that the EBRGs have been responsible for that kind of helped us as a company? Or are there any that they're working on now that, that you can talk about just so people can kind of better understand the really integral role that the EBRGs can have and how we operate as a business? Yeah, so... Um Right now it's Black History Month, so Black Council is is super busy and in, in just ensuring that we have a slate of events for associates to be able to engage. Um, and we're providing, um, you know, discussions organization-wide. We're also uh, hosting a guest speaker. Uh, we're watching a screening of a documentary. Um, so those are just some things in particular for this month, but we've had... Um, Latino Link lead uh, an intern roadshow. So that's in partnership with some local universities um, so that potential interns can get an opportunity to learn more about having a career here at Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Uh, We also have Blue Pride partnering with local organizations. Uh, They're actively participating in, in the events of Pride in June. Um, so it's really a comp- it's really both the internal and external component for the EBRGs, and you know we have a lot of goals around diversity and building inclusion, and they play a critical role in ensuring that we are able to provide that you know to to not just our associates but our members as well. So your role is to serve as kind of our main DEI advisor for the company, and you work to advance our DEI goals and ensure that that diversity, equity, inclusion is well integrated into our culture and our business. What are you passionate about when it comes to DEI? And where would you like to see us go in our DEI journey as a company moving forward? Yeah, so I am really passionate about the people piece. I just thrive on engagement and relationships, and there's so much power in that. Um, The organization utilizes the framework of the four Ps, so that includes people, policy, purchasing, and philanthropy. Um, So if I had to choose, I'd say people, but I will say that... um, the people component is a part of all of them um, and they're really incorporated in that. So, you know, I'll give you an example. Supplier supplier diversity would live under purchasing and then you have philanthropy, which maybe you wouldn't think that are directly connected to people, but they are absolutely affecting people in a really positive way by providing access and opportunities. I think just uh, just affect people um, especially those that we serve and those within the organization is is a really critical part of of our journey and our work. Um, in regards to the direction that I'd love to see BCB SRI moving in is really um, facilitating some of those really important discussions and just you know challenging ourselves and challenging you know doing business as usual. I think. When we think about health equity and we think about systemic racism, we just can't continue to do things business as usual. And I think that takes a lot of reflecting on what we've been used to, uh, reflecting on our privilege, reflecting on all of our experiences and kind of taking that to um, then better serve Again, not just our associates, but also our members. And I think we're going to build a lot of understanding and empathy um, with each other um, to better uh, the work that we do. Um, 
a lot of days it feels super daunting and overwhelming if I'm going to be totally honest, but it's really most of the time it's really something that gets me energized and I'm really ready to kind of take on that challenge um, and hopefully bring everybody else along as well. So that's a great point that you raise about reflection and about thinking how we can be better and do better. And I'm curious if anyone listening might want to learn more about DEI topics, either for themselves or even possibly, you know, thinking, hey, I might want to bring DEI more into my workplace. I might want to start an EBRG. Are there resources available that you might point people to if they want to learn more either for themselves or for the workplace? Yeah, definitely. I have uh, diversitybasedpractices.com on my bookmarks. They provide a lot of really great, you know, recommendations and sort of like startup kits, I guess you can say, for um, kind of depending on where you are in your journey. You know, if you are somebody at your job and your job has nothing in regards to DE&I, kind of how to get started there. Um, And then kind of depending on where you are personally and uh, where your company is professionally uh, in their journey, they can kind of help you along with that. I've also, um, the YWCA was a, has been a really great partner in all of the organizations that I've been a part of, and they um, have a lot of initiatives around DE&I, so a lot of really great resources out there. Um, I will say for me personally, the best resource that I have found um, was connecting with DEI professionals. Um, I, you know, as I was looking to make DEI sort of the what I do for a living, um, fully, fully. Um, one of the first things I did was connect with people on LinkedIn. Some people I knew, some people I did not, and I would just reach out and say, "Hey, I'm really interested." on your journey professionally, you know, how did you become a DE&I professional? Um, and now that you're there, what is it that you're working on? How are you engaging with people? How are you talking about this to the board, to leadership? Um, and I was able to talk to people across all different industries. So higher education, tech, and health, um, nonprofits. So really a large scope there. Um, and everyone you know, providing so much insight, um, I was able to learn so much. So that's a pretty um, easy tool, just the networking on LinkedIn and reaching out to those professionals um, to just bounce ideas off of. And I, and even for me now, as I'm in this position, I have a lot of other, you know, friends in my network who are in the same space. And, you know, I recently reached out to a friend and I said, hey, what do you, what do you all have planned for Black History Month? Like, I'm interested in seeing um, what you're doing. And I was able to get some really great ideas, um, you know, maybe not for this year, but something that we can potentially incorporate next year. Um, so that is something that I found super helpful as well. That's great. It sounds like the the DE&I community is really collaborative and it's it's all about helping everybody else do their best job and in bringing diversity to the table. It's not a competitive field, if you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to ask you, because I know, I know that you like to read and I know you love podcasts. Uh, what are you reading these days? Are there are there podcasts you're listening to? I want any reading material recommendations. I want podcast recommendations uh, when it comes to to expanding our minds on on the topics of, of DEI or not. I will take any recommendations you want as well for recreational reading. <laughs> yeah. Um, so every year I always try and challenge myself to read a book a month and 
I have always fallen short. I've never been able to get the 12 books in the 12 months. But I think with just the state that we're in with COVID, I've been able to have a little more time. Granted, it's only two months into the year. But um, for January, I read What Would Frida Do?, uh, which was a gift from a friend. Um, And it's a guide to living boldly. Um, So the author really um, does a great job of recounting Frida's life um, while drawing out some of the lessons and insights that we can all use to guide our own path. Um, so that was a really great read, especially as I was like starting a new chapter professionally and kind of learning the ropes in a new job and feeling really anxious about that. Um, so the second book that I've that I've started reading this month for uh, February is called The Shoe Dog, um, and it's a memoir by the creator of Nike. His name is Phil Knight. Um, so I'm a huge fan of fitness and healthy living, so I'm excited to learn about the path that he took um, to create such a huge empire with Nike. Um, and in regards to podcasts, I've been listening to Jamel Hill's Unbothered. Um, so she is a journalist most known for her work at ESPN, but she's super outspoken um, and she has some really great guests on the show. Um, so I love listening to that. And then lastly, I think I've shared this one with you. I listened to Axios Today and Skim This, um, just to kind of stay in the know with everything that's going on, um, you know, whether it's with the new administration and their policy to vaccine updates. Um, it's just great podcast to listen to, to just be in the know of what's going on. I love it. I love it. I always enjoy having new podcasts to listen to, besides this one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything I didn't ask you about regarding DEI that you think is important for us to talk about? Um, no, I'm, I'm just hoping that um, the community just stays in tune with what's going on at BCBSRI. We are doing a lot of really great work with the RI Life Index and um, in regards to health equity and our supplier diversity program. Also, our, our partnerships with the um, EBRGs and the, and the community. Um, so definitely stay tuned um, for what we have going on. Um, I'm excited to, to be here and to kind of be leading that effort for the organization. Great. Well, thank you, Jenny. We're going to wrap up this episode now. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed here today, I invite you to visit bcbsri.com slash about slash diversity. There's also a link on that page if you'd like to contact us to discuss any of the topics uh, mentioned here today. I thank you, Jenny, for joining us today and giving us some more insight into diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, both at Blue Cross and beyond. Thanks, as always, to our sound engineer, Mark Sheldon, and everyone, please stay healthy and safe, and we will see you next time time.